Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Raising the Banter. As always, we're your host, D. Carp and Brooksy. Now, before we get started, like any young adult, we're working through our kinks here at the podcast, and we're trying to figure out what we like and listening to any suggestions from you guys. So please don't hesitate to hit us up on Twitter at Raising Banter, on Instagram at Raising the Banter, and now on Facebook at Raising the Banter. Yeah, just hit us up what you'd like to hear, what you'd like to like us to talk about we're open to any suggestions possible yeah yeah exactly you know our our dms are always open uh our topic for today is the uh 2021 nba playoffs the ballad of lebron james being a bitch (laughs) absolutely i i'm so glad he's gone but we'll get to that in a few minutes i am so fucking glad he's gone so to start things off, you know, we're going to go through the West and then we'll go through the East, talk about a little bit about each matchup and what we think is going to come out of the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm like <laughs> the excitement that LeBron's gone is like, oh, without a doubt with like this dude, I, I fucking cannot stand him. He, and I'm he, glad he's gone. It's just, he, he, he's a menace. Yeah. And, and not not in a good way. Like he just. Well, anyway, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll, that. We'll get to it. So starting things out, uh, the West, uh, Utah versus Memphis, one versus eight. Uh, Utah won that series four to one. Um, how how did you like that series? I did you expect I, anything different or? I thought Memphis after that first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were going to at least win a second one. Um, and then you, uh, Utah came back game two, three, and four and just played the lights out and yeah. they looked really fucking good. And I don't know what the hell is going to happen in round two, especially with like Dallas Clippers, everything just. I don't know. I think Utah gets upset in the second round, no matter who they play. Really? No matter who they play. Really? Absolutely. Like, everyone's saying they're the best defensive team in the playoffs right now, but I I think I think they get upset. But if, da- if Dallas wins Game 7 tomorrow night, mm-hmm. they will upset Utah. But if Clippers win Game 7 tomorrow night, Utah is going to move on to the – uh, Western Conference Finals. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, like you know, my, my thoughts on it was kind of like you. I, I thought they that uh, Memphis at least would have got another game on Utah, at least try to make it interesting. I I almost felt like they could have taken the series to seven. I, I really thought that they could have pushed it to to seven, but it it was just Utah hit a button and they took off they blasted off like a rocket and breezed through that series like like it was butter yeah absolutely i mean mitchell led the series with 25 and a half points mm-hmm. per game so and moran on the other side 30.2 so mm-hmm. it, I, it's hard like mitchell i mean i feel like the memphis grizzlies are too young right now i feel like they're too reliant on ya Morant mm-hmm. and if he can get a couple more pieces around him, mm-hmm. they should be fine. But they're still growing. They're still rebuilding. Yeah. And they they still have time. John Morant's only 20 or 22. Yeah, he's, he, he's, 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 a, rel- he's a real young guy, you know. He... Yeah, he's relatively young. He has time. He's not up in age like my boy LeBron, but, you know, <laughs> at the peak of his career – just kidding, he's on the decline of his career. His peak years are gone, but we'll get to that. You think um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, yeah, I think he, he's been in the league for how many years? Two, three? Or, yeah. is it more than, or is it more than that? No, it was 2018, so four. Okay. Do, do you think that there's a good chance that he could be a, a Utah lifer? Do you think he'll stick with Utah or – yeah, I feel like. Do you, do you think? Do you think there's enough there now? Oh, there's definitely enough there now with 
uh, Rudy Gobert, if they don't get rid of him, everybody thought, everyone thought that they were going to trade him after the fucking COVID shit <laughs> last year. They're like, oh, you get your whole team fucking COVID, you're out of here, buddy. But they're not oh, going to get rid of... Yeah, that was something else. The defensive player of the year. I think he was a two-timer, I think, but he was. He wasn't. They're not going to get rid of He's one of the best defensive players in the game, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're not going to throw that away over some stupid fucking mistake that he made last year. Yeah. That so, literally stopped sports dead in his tracks because <laughs> he's oh, stupid. That, that, was, that was horrible. He... What was it? He was in a, a press conference and he was like making a joke about COVID and he like yeah, he's slapped. Like, I'm all, never he's, gonna catch that shit. And, then and he like slapped everything. all the mics. Yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> you fucking donkey. And it was like, what was it? Later that day or the next day was when it came out that he had it. And I was like, yeah, oh, it was like uh, by Mark, the end of that week like, he Karma, had it. Karma's a real bitch, ain't it? <laughs> right. He was like, fuck COVID and COVID communist him. France. COVID fucks you. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> he really fucked up on that one. And that's okay. Shit happens. We learn from it. You you make mistakes. You yeah, absolutely. And here they are in round two of the playoffs the following year. So, uh, moving on, we got uh, four-seeded uh, Clippers taking on the uh, five-seed Mavericks. Series right, series right now, uh, as of today, on when we're recording Saturday, it's tied three to three. Game seven's tomorrow. Game seven's tomorrow, Sunday. Uh, How do you feel about that? Who do you think's going to get that game seven? So I think Dallas's best chance to win was last night. I watched that entire game, and Mm. there was no reason. They were up like 90% of that game. They were doing so well last night, and they just... I remember seeing... Shoot. Doncic is that's how you say his name Doncic yeah he I saw something on Twitter today he said something about Kawhi Leonard it something about you know once he gets a groove it's it's lights out yeah I mean Kawhi finished last night playing really really well he had 45 points out of the 104 that they like that's almost half their points and like you're they're two the Clippers' problem is they're too reliant on Kawhi, mm-hmm. and PG-13 is asked here in the playoffs, and that's well known. Like, what? everybody knows that Paul George cannot play in the playoffs. Well, he's, I thought he's been – I thought he was doing relatively well in, in the playoffs this year. This year, yes. But, I mean, he only had 20 points last night. All yeah. This whole series has been close. Um, what I'm seeing, like, game four was the biggest blowout and that's when the series got tied two to two, mm-hmm. but every other game has been within 10, 15 points. So I don't. Uh, Luca in a press conference after game six, he said that uh, Kawhi Leonard destroyed the the Mavericks. Yeah, a hell of a game, and that's just what he does. Yeah, absolutely. Like if he goes off, he goes off, and that's all you can say about that because Kawhi has proven time and time again that's why he's a two times final MVP Mm -hmm. like you don't produce like that and not become a two times final MVP you know what I'm saying yeah like I don't know what more I can say about that because I don't know like I said earlier Dallas best chance to win the series was last night Mm -hmm. and they just absolutely blew it. Uh, so what I'm getting from that is you think the Clippers are going to take the series. I think the Clippers are moving on to play Utah in the second round. That's fair. Um, I just – I really think – I think the Mavericks are going to do it. Excuse I, me? I, I, I get I get where you're coming from with, you know, your whole deal, you know, with – Dallas, like they should have won. What what game was it? Game six. Game six. They like they should have won it. And I get that your whole reasoning, but I don't. Know, I think they can pull out uh, game seven or pull off game seven. I don't. I don't know. Like Tim Hardaway was second in scoring last night with twenty three. Luca had twenty nine. 
And then their third highest scorer, Boban, had 12. <laughs> so why do, you, why do you say it like that? You're just like, Boban. Boban fucking had 12, and that's their third highest score. They can't, you can't produce. They're so, too reliant on Luca. And even Mark Johnson was saying last night, Luca should be playing. He only played 40 minutes last night. Mm-hmm. Why they set him for eight minutes, he could have easily had 36, 37 points, and that would have brought the game at least to overtime because mm-hmm. that extra seven points would have tied the game. Yeah. There was no reason he was on the bench for that long. Yeah, that makes sense. But bottom line, you think Clippers are going to get Game 7, and I think Mavericks are going to get Game 7. Yes. Whoever it is, they, they have to face off against Utah. Utah's really de- good defensive. And... and and you were saying if Dallas were to win Game 7, then Dallas would win against Utah, but – or No. No, if yeah. if the Clippers, yeah, if win, the Clippers, if, the, if Clippers, the Clippers win, they're beating Utah. But if Dallas wins Game Seven tomorrow, Utah's beating been... them. Wait, that's wait, wait, that's wait, what wait. I think. Oh, you, you, did you just say the same thing? No, if the Clippers beat Dallas, Utah is losing in the second round. But if Dallas wins, Utah is winning in the second round. Interesting. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to uh, third-seeded Denver against uh, six-seeded Portland. Uh, Denver won that series 4-2. to two. Yeah. Um, and and a- after uh, Portland lost, was it last night? It was Thursday. Was it Thursday? It was Thursday. After Portland lost, uh, the series on Thursday, they ended up firing their coach, which blows me, but, you know, whatever. Um, Not surprising. He hasn't made it out of the first round in, like, four years, or how long has he been there? So you now really think he deserved to keep his job? I mean, maybe. I don't know, man. But, um, but yeah, now they're in the search for a new coach, and uh, I think it was Lillard said that his – his pick is Jason Kidd, which fucking <laughs> apparently a bunch of teams have already been calling up Portland about his availability. And they're going to do everything in their power to keep him. Of it, course, because he's the face of their franchise right now. CJ McCollum is a close second, but that's too far off, in my opinion. If Lillard leaves Portland, where do you think he's going to go? Detroit. They need a point guard. Uh, Jesus, they, that was they need, no that was no hesitation. No hesitation because Portland or Detroit's rebuilding and they need a superstar to rebuild around. What are the I hate to be that guy, but what what are the uh like what what about the Knicks? There's no way. You think the Knicks can afford him? Perhaps. <laughs> there's no there's I'm not, not a I'm chance not... in the world. I'm not saying like, you know, it's not a question of affordability. It's it is. No. You can't get someone and expect I, not to pay them. He's a top well, 10 I, un, I understand. I understand right now. I understand money goes into it, but I'm saying, do you think that the Knicks could use him? Yes, every team could use him. He's again a top ten player in the league right now. Okay. In my opinion. But, Wherever um, he goes, he's gonna be a valued asset. Oh, if anything. I was going to say Toronto, but I forgot that, like, I don't know, Lowry, and then, oh, fuck, what's his name? Oh, fuck, whatever. I, Toronto would be a good option. Just move Ky, uh, Lowry to a number two, or maybe mm-hmm. a small forward, number four, but who knows? Um, I, I think Detroit's the best option for him. Build around him. They tried to build around Blake, but... That you can't build around a power forward center type player. You need to build around a point guard. And that's just how I feel about it. Isn't Luca? What, what is Luca? According to basketball reference, he's everything except a center. He can play all four, four out of the five positions. Oh, shit. I don't know. I 
for some reason I was thinking he was a center. I was about to I was about to blow you completely off base. No, that's and say that you could build around the center, but but yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Um, but as a whole, what did you think about that series, Denver and Portland? Well, Denver played like shit in the one game that they lost, game one, mm-hmm. uh, twenty one twenty three to one hundred and nine mm-hmm. for game one, and they just got it back on track for games two and three, and then lost again. In game four by 116 to 95 and jesus christ like their their defense is so inconsistent like joker was the regular season mvp in my opinion mm-hmm. but i don't know what it is in big games where the star players just don't show up yeah it, I don't know, it's just like they i wouldn't say they hit a wall but they just like they run through mud you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like he only had six Joker in that game four loss, one fifteen to ninety-five. Mm-hmm. He only had sixteen points and mm-hmm. nine total rebounds. So he played like ass cheeks that game. <laughs> and that never like if you're the regular season MVP, that's not okay. Oh yeah. Like but, um, that's just how I feel about it. So let's see, it's it would be uh, it'll be Denver facing off against whoever wins. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, they're facing Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, they're facing Phoenix. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Phoenix uh, beat uh, the Lakers four to two in that series. Absolutely upset. Even and, though it wasn't an upset, it was this, an upset. And this, this is the beef of the conversation (laughs) (laughs) even though it wasn't an upset it wasn't upset like the defending champs i'm so glad there's going to be a new w or an nba champion you did you you almost say wwe no i almost said wmba gotcha gotcha but yeah yeah, you know it's (laughs) what we were saying in the uh in the title for this episode it's the ballad of lebron james being a bitch Absolutely. So the whole series, oh, the yeah, whole but, fucking well, series. It was what was it, game two or three, where there was a fight, and then all of a sudden, that was, that was sudden, either game one or game two. I don't think it was game three because it was still in Phoenix. I think it was game two, but yeah, you know, there was a, there was a fight happening on the court, and all of a sudden, LeBron James had to get a poked eye to get tended to, had to take the uh, attention away from what was happening yeah and he like grabbed his elbow and flopped in front of everybody (laughs) what a joke what a fucking um, joke first career first round playoff exit which is exciting is it his first career playoff exit or first round first round playoff exit yes and everyone like all you bronze sexuals can fuck off man (laughs) he is not the goat like you can't we're, we're, be, we're not gonna we're not gonna bring that conversation in. You cannot this. be. We're, but um, but yeah, game game six, four he, and six in the six. finals, and expect to be the goat. But anyway, four in, in game six, he left the court with five minutes, five and a half minutes. Get that right. He fucking take your L like a man. Don't. Oh, don't. absolutely. He is in no way, shape, or form a leader. No, absolutely not. He wants to bitch and complain and moan and get every single body, everybody on like, his side. It's like, I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard it or not, but you can either be a boss or a leader in a work environment. And he is 100% a boss. Yeah. And in, in every, in every he even neg- bosses his own fucking organization around to trade people just for AD, who mm-hmm. is a shard of glass. He yeah, breaks. Like, like you, all you the know, fucking time, he only you know, played like a ten you know, minutes in this playoffs. I feel like I feel like he wasn't in this fucking. He was out by the six minute mark in the first uh, first quarter of Game Six. He was out. He's a fucking shard of glass. He's only twenty eight years old, so I don't understand why this? he's fucking broke all the time. Who's this? Anthony Davis. Oh, oh yeah. Like <laughs> I, there's no I reason. I saw something the other day where. Uh... Someone was Im- imitating Charles Barkley, and uh, it, <laughs> he gave him the he gave Anthony Davis the nickname of Mr. Glass. 
No, he gave him the nickname of street clothes because that's all he fucking wears to games. He doesn't wear a fucking jersey. <laughs> yeah, and he got uh, criticized for it. I don't doubt it because he's a top analyst for NBA to on TNT. One thing I will give Barkley is he he speaks his mind. <laughs> Everyone on that cast does. Ernie, Kenny, <laughs> Charles, and my boy Shaq. But, but yeah, God he, damn it. But yeah, you, you know, after game six in that locker room, <laughs> uh, LeBron James brought out the whiteboard. He wrote down, you know, little words. He turns around and he looks at uh, whoever is on that team. I really don't give a shit because who the fuck cares about the Lakers? He turns around and he says, you know what? Read that right there. What does that say? And in big, bold, black letters on that whiteboard, it says, everybody get the fuck out. <laughs> You're fired. No, in his post-game post uh, presser for after game six, after the loss, he's like, well, I guess I'll take my talents to the fucking goon squad, promoting Space Jam 2. Like did, a he big... really, did he really say that? Yes. Oh, he, my Promoting God. Space Jam 2. Like, those are bigger things. No, you have the NBA Finals to look forward to. But no, you get knocked out in the first round thanks to the Phoenix fucking Suns and their god, Devin Booker. But, you know... I, I just... I really hope that people start to realize how shitty of a basketball player he is. Like, not... I shouldn't say basketball player. As a person. He, he's a shitty person. Uh, yeah, LeBron James is not a good person. But let's shift things over to the Suns. The Suns played really well. Devin oh, yeah. Booker played. I, I, Booker. I, he's so he, underrated. He's on, like he's underrated because he's not on a good team per se, even though they're two in the West. But he's on an underrated, mediocre team, like the mid tier of a. I know, like I said, they're two in the West, so they're not really. Mm-hmm. But they're not talked about. Like they were in the early 2000s with Steve Nash and uh, Amari so, Stoudemire, I think. Yeah, like I, I get what you're saying. And even Shaq. Shaq was on that team. <laughs> in but, the um, back yeah. half of his career, but sure. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying about Phoenix. And it's the same deal with uh, Utah, too. Like I feel like Utah and Phoenix weren't really publicized like they should have been for being as good as they were. Yeah, and I admit, like, it was a shortened season. They played 10 less games, and who would have known with the extra 10 games what would have happened? But two seed on a shortened season is still a pretty fucking good season. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Like, Phoenix averaged 104 points for round one against the Lakers, which is pretty good considering that Booker averaged 29.7 points. So... I, I did see, speaking of Phoenix, I did see where Chris Paul is opting out of his his deal, but he wants to get, I think, like $100 million over the next three years. Who's who's to say that he's going to stick with Phoenix or if he's going to go somewhere else? Personally, I think he should stick with Phoenix. Yeah, that's his best shot at winning a championship. Like, the Brook, Booker, Paul, and DeAndre Ayton mm-hmm. combination is working just fine. I think. Yeah, so it, it's now in, in the the Western Conference in the playoffs, it'll be it's Utah versus whoever wins, Clippers, Mavericks, and then it's Denver versus Phoenix. Do yeah, you, and who, who do you think wins that series, Denver and Phoenix? I think with the way that Denver played in the first round, mm-hmm. I honestly think that Phoenix is going to win – uh, simply because Denver did not play well in the first round. And how many games? Uh, Phoenix in six. I think okay, Denver okay. only gets their first two home games, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, you, you said Phoenix in six? Phoenix in six. Okay, okay. I, I think I think maybe five games. It'll, in five games, it'll be Phoenix. Really? Yeah. I, I think Denver. I think Denver just gets that one game and then gets completely shit on. <laughs> That's bold. But anyway, uh, moving on to the uh, east side of the uh, playoffs, uh, we had one seed, seventy uh, sixers versus eight seed wizards. Uh, Philadelphia won that series four to one. 
honestly, I thought that the Wizards could have got one more game on Philly, but it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, yeah, it was. Philly bench is deeper. Philly is bigger than no, Washington. No, I'm saying it wasn't. I'm saying it wasn't meant to be for the Wizards to get a game on. On Philly, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be because it's true. I like, got what you're saying. I got Philly's saying. bench is deeper. Philly's bigger. I I feel like the that series was the least exciting. Uh yeah. Um, it was very so. dull. It was just super. Besides dull. Milwaukee and Miami, I think this was like the second worst series in the first round. Yeah, because Milwaukee just beat the brakes off. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like oh, there weren't my. any coming back. No. But my, you know what? Hey, at least the Wizards got a game one. And Philly, everyone's so. complaining that the Lakers in Miami played so bad because they had the shortest amount of rest between last year's finals and when the season oh, started. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't Give blame it on that. Yeah, exactly. That's not their fault. I mean, yeah, they did have the shortest amount of rest, but that's not their fault. Mm-hmm. And like they made it to the playoffs, so obviously they were good enough to make it to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like you can't blame it that oh they're tired because they had a what was it like a seventy day break compared to everyone's like a hundred. I think so. And even if it's still not a good excuse to get beat up on, but we'll get to Miami in a second. But let's continue <laughs> to talk about this one. Uh, Russ led the way with 19, averaging 19 points a game for Washington. Really? He only averaged 19 points? Mm-hmm. Huh. And Tobias Harris led the way with Philadelphia leading at 25 hmm. points a game. Hmm. That's interesting. So it wasn't – it was, like we said, a mediocre series. It wasn't yeah, close. It, it wasn't really that – that good it wasn't exciting i mean that first game the wizard the wizard's best chance to take yeah, a like, series lead was that first game because yeah, like we, we were sitting at the uh the nationals orioles game in dc and they had to score up on the on the big screen and, and the wizards were up in the first wizards were up in the second wizards were up in the, in the third, third and, and then, then they completely came crashing down in the fourth yeah so and it, it was it was one of those things where if they would have just held on and won that game, I think that would have totally shifted the series. Honestly, yeah. If they if they start the series one zero, I think they would have won at least two. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like they would have won the first one, mm-hmm. and maybe not sweep in uh, Philly the first time, but. Mm-hmm. I feel like they want to won at least one at home, which they did, but you know, the series would have been two two at that point. <laughs> and not three one at that point. But you know, Philly will move on and play Atlanta in the second round after Atlanta beat the Knicks four to one, which was probably the most hostile series of the playoffs. Oh, without a doubt. Because <laughs> God damn, the Knicks, Knicks fans, fans are, are ruthless. Ruthless, dude. I think the I think the Knicks fans you, had. You want to you want to talk about a villain origin story? Yeah, right. They were after Trey Young's neck the entire series. Golly, and he, he he took that shit to heart. Like he is. Oh, he played he his ass the, off after that. Trey's balding chance. Get fucked. Get. He he is the physical embodiment. They'll fuck around and find out. Right, like, god damn, the memes and shit that spawned oh after that. Oh my god, like, <laughs> but Trey I mean, is hey. balding. Everyone knows that he's balding, but god damn, you don't got a shout out. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm happy for Atlanta moving on, beating the Knicks. Yeah, like, <sighs> now, do you think that the uh, Hawks can? Uh, have at least have a fair shot against the 76ers? I think that the Hawks will upset the Sixers in the second round. I'm not even kidding. In seven. And you, and you know what? I feel like Philly's fans are going to be more ruthless towards Philly's fans are already ruthless. But, in every sport. All four oh, yeah. sports. But, I mean, maybe but not what I'm basketball. Saying, but what I'm saying is 
they're going to add more fuel to Trey Young's fire. Yeah. And he's just going <laughs> to, oh man, he's just going to be on a different, totally completely different level playing. He's yeah. Gonna, and I, he's going to turn I, it up to an 11 every fucking night, especially they're, they're, in they're Philly. Gonna, they're going to hit him with those balding chants game one. And Philly is going to get swept. No, not swept. I think, I, think, I think they will get swept. Yes. That I is really, insane. I really think that Atlanta will sweep Philly. That's brutal. But I think Atlanta's going to win in seven. Philly may be bigger, and, but I don't know. I think with depending on how long Embiid is out with his knee or whatever the hell that is, mm-hmm. I feel like he's a shard of glass too feel like he's fucking hurt all the time but i feel like if atlanta can capitalize on that Mm -hmm. they should be fine and i think they're gonna take it to seven fair enough and i I, I still i still think that atlanta's gonna win it in four they're gonna sweep them oh my god this dude with two hot takes and two episodes i love it you love to see it (laughs) you love to see the fire and energy come out of this guy Moving then, on, yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Miami. Miami. Uh, Milwaukee swept that, and <sighs> not much to talk about there. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they beat the absolute shit out of the Heat. Okay, game one, one hundred seven to one hundred nine. Game two, one thirty two to ninety eight. Game three, one thirteen to eighty four, and game four, one twenty to one hundred three. So. That's Clearly, wild. Miami doesn't know how to play defense. <laughs> Clearly, Miami doesn't know how to play defense. Besides game one, because game one went into overtime. It, it wouldn't surprise me if Jimmy Butler got the hell out of there. But Giannis averaged 23 and a half mm-hmm. with 15 rebounds per game. Jesus Christ, 15. <laughs> <laughs> and surprisingly, Butler didn't even lead the series with, uh, it was Bam Adebayo with 15-5 points per game and 9.3 rebounds a game it's got to be bad when your leading scorer for a series averages 15 and a half points right like that that, that's bad like and that's brutal a good amount to me is 20 that's 20 points a game that that that's a a safe reasonable thing to say yeah for a team to have uh, their leading scorer with an average of 20 points. but And the hero of last year's finals, Jimmy Butler, only averages 14 and a half. So, I mean, that wasn't just mediocre all around. And like I said, Miami fans are trying to defend it because they only had mm-hmm. X amount of days off compared to everybody else. But, I don't know, it's still a pretty shitty excuse to play like that. And yeah, Milwaukee's good. Milwaukee's been good. Mm-hmm. But do you now Milwaukee will head on to the next round to face off against uh, Brooklyn, who beat the uh, Celtics in that series four to one. Uh, do you think Milwaukee's just going to flatline? Uh, no, I think Milwaukee is going to give Brooklyn a run for their money. You think? Absolutely. They're a really good defensive team, and KD is the best defensive player on Brooklyn, in mm-hmm. my opinion, because Harden doesn't know how to play defense. I'm not sure if you've seen any videos of him <laughs> playing defense. Oh, I have. I have. But his defense is just him standing there <laughs> like a goddamn wall. But, you know? Hey, much... uh, what did you think of, of that series, the Brooklyn-Boston series? What does I that think... mean? All right, well, they got the big three, and Boston just has Tatum. Uh, Tatum only averaged Mm 30.6, and surprisingly, the series leader for Brooklyn was James Harden at 27.8, which is very surprising. Didn't think that was going to happen. But Wasn't there a problem a couple years ago where people kept pointing out that he just, like, never passed the ball? Yeah, and that's why everyone thought the big three was going to be a problem. Like, honestly, the Celtics should have got swept if it wasn't for Tatum's 50-point game in Game oh, yeah, 3. without a doubt. Like, that should have easily been a sweep for Brooklyn. But, you know, at least they got one. 
Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, good old participation trophy right there. <laughs> Get your little ribbon and your little trophy. But we'll see you next year, Boston. Hopefully, you can get some Tatum, some help. I mean, Jesus. But yeah, you know, as a quick rundown, our predictions, whatever, for uh, the second round, we got, again, Utah playing whoever wins. Dallas, Clippers. I think it's going to be Clippers. And I think it's going to be Dallas. And then you think that if the Clippers win – and move to fit, move on to face Utah. You think the Clippers will win? Yes, Clippers in five. But if Dallas wins, you believe that Utah is going to beat Dallas? Yes, Utah in okay, okay. four. Okay. Um, I mean, I think Dallas is going to win game seven. They're going to go against uh, Utah. And I think that. Are they really that mis? Do you really think that Dallas and Utah are that mismatched that they get swept? Yes. If that's your question, yes. I'll say six games. I, I think it'll be Utah and six. That's wholesome. You love to see it. But then, you know, we got uh, Denver facing off against Phoenix. I believe we both said that Phoenix is going to move on. And yeah, I said Phoenix and six. You said Phoenix, Phoenix and six. I think it. I think I said Phoenix and five. I believe I said Phoenix and five. And then on the East, we got uh, Philly facing off against Atlanta. I believe Atlanta is going to get that sweep. You think Atlanta and seven? Atlanta and seven. Mm-hmm. And then we got uh, Milwaukee against Brooklyn. You think that Milwaukee is going to be able to give Brooklyn a run for the money? No, I, I, I said that, but they're not going to win the series. No, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like, you think that Milwaukee is going to give Brooklyn a run for the money, but you don't think Milwaukee has enough to win the series? No, they're too reliant on I don't, I don't think that either. I think they're, they're going to flatline in the second round and get swept by. Swept? Brooklyn. That is insane. Maybe one, maybe one game. Okay, okay, okay. That not, is not not swept, not swept, not swept. Let's get that out of the picture. Not swept. I think they'll get one, maybe two games. Fair enough. Yes, but that's what I'm. I think Brooklyn's going to win in six. I think. Okay, okay. Milwaukee's going to get. Two. We're going to we're going to take get... back that that swept comment, and we'll say uh, Nets in five. That's wholesome. That's wholesome. Um, I mean, if you really want to, we can talk about, you know, what, what, what's our prediction championship? Who's going to win it all? Who do you well, think is going to win it all? Win it all. I, I have Phoenix Clippers. Depending on the situation, Phoenix Clippers, uh, Phoenix in that one. Mm-hmm. And then Atlanta, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. So Brooklyn, Phoenix, if that's the case. Really? And then... Brooklyn or Phoenix? Brooklyn that's, Phoenix. That's, that's a good matchup. But that's if Dallas loses. But if Dallas wins, I'm going to have Phoenix, Utah. And I think Utah will beat Phoenix. And then Brooklyn. So either way, I have Brooklyn in the East. And then either Phoenix or Utah in the West. Yeah, like I, I've got in the final, in the final four in the West. I, I think I'll get, I'll give it to. Uh, do Utah against Phoenix. I think Phoenix will win that. And then in the East, it'll probably – I think I'm, I'm with you. It'll probably be Hawks and Brooklyn. I, I just really – I don't know. Because of what happened in the Knicks series, I just really want Atlanta to get to the finals and win. So I think it'll be Phoenix against Atlanta, and I think it'll be in seven games – Atlanta. Hmm. Well, if that if we're doing that, then I think Brooklyn's winning it all, no mm-hmm. matter who they play in the West, mm-hmm. in six. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, um, I I was gonna point this out. Uh, I saw a tweet earlier this week from uh, Bay Area sports guy. Uh, he said, 
seeing a lot of Adam Silver freaking out if Dallas, Phoenix, Denver, Utah are the Final Four West teams. Uh, it might be true, but if Dallas, Arizona, Denver, and I don't know, Tennessee made the NFC, AFC championship games in the NFL, the league, that league wouldn't mind. Yeah. You kind of believe that, that same sentiment too? Yeah. It's just that you can tell that there's like obvious favoritism. Oh, absolutely. And that there is in every sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, like we were saying, it's a good thing that the Lakers got knocked out because yeah, I feel it, like because if they, if they beat Phoenix, it it would have been an easy ride for them to the finals. Yeah, I feel like the NBA is rigged anyway. No, yeah, because I feel like if the late if Kobe wouldn't have died last year, the Lakers, there's no way in hell the Lakers were winning the championship last year. But that's just my opinion. I don't know if that's a hot take or. uh... (laughs) I'm just saying there was no if Kobe didn't die last year, there was no way in hell they were winning the championship. That's a fair assessment. I'm not going to lie, but just like, like, I feel like all sports are rigged. Like, in some way, shape, or form. Like, let's see, with the 2013 Boston Red Sox after the Boston Marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Make, I, I believe I, I saw, was it last year or the year before, there was a former Bears, Chicago Bears running back that actually was, like, tweeting out some shit saying that the NFL was was totally scripted. I believe course, it. Of course, I feel like all sports course, are. like, a, a bunch of players were like, nah, like, you know, he's full of shit, like, whatever. Like, they were attacking him, but. But you know that that's that's the NFL. Um, speaking speaking of NFL, um, would you want to talk about the uh, Julio Jones situation? What's going on in Atlanta? Yeah, that's a shit show because fucking Shay Sharp should have just like not fucking called him. <laughs> oh yeah, with, I figured without he was a doubt, be... he, Jones got caught off guard. I think he wasn't expected to be on live TV. There was no way he knew he was live. But but at the same time, like it's Shannon Sharp. You gotta know that he has a show on was it Fox Sports? Yeah, Fox Sports with Skip Bayless. You you gotta know because it's been on for a couple years now. Like I part of me thinks he didn't know, part of me thinks he knew what the hell he was doing by saying what he said. He said he was out of uh Atlanta. And Sharp asked him about, well, what about joining the Cowboys? And he said, no, I want to go somewhere that win. That uh, somewhere with winners, basically. Yeah. So um, so do you think, like, do you think he's 100% traded? Yeah, absolutely. Before the season starts, he's gone. There's no way he's staying. You can't say shit like that and expect to stay. Now, do you think he gets traded sooner rather than later? Or do you think they wait? They're going to weigh their options. They're going to look at everything possible. Uh, they're going to see what they can get for him. The best thing for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know yeah, where. I, I think it's I think it's going to be 100% a trade. Like, there's no way they're, they're going to keep him. And speaking of keeping or trading, um, do you think Atlanta should just go ahead and hit that hard reset button and dump off Matt Ryan? And maybe even Calvin Ridley somewhere else. Matt Ryan, yes. They're wasting him. He had one good year with that Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. And they kind of fucked it with, you know, the 28 oh, to 3 shit. Yeah, absolutely. Just... And I think it was MVP that year. He had a really good season and he just needs a better O line. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that championship window came and went so fast. Yeah, like their window of opportunity was open and shut in three years' time. Mm-hmm. And I don't but, know. But yeah, you know, going down the line, um, Julio Jones, where do you think he gets traded to? I, I, I think it's probably going to end up being Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, I, I think he'll be in Tennessee before the regular season starts. If Tennessee can pull that off, then that would be fantastic for well, them. I mean, if you if you're looking at like Brighton's on the wall, like AJ Brown, the uh, wide receiver, Tennessee, like he's all over it. Like they, it seems like the that the, just Tennessee is all over the Holy Agent situation. Yeah, like and... there's no there's no other team that's really. Or I, I shouldn't say team, 
but like players that have been really outspoken outside of uh, Tennessee, maybe the Seahawks. That's what my one co my one coworker said that he was gonna go there, and I was like, "There's no fucking way." But um, I mean, do do you think the Titans are a good option? They're a good option. Every team's a good option. Julio Jones is a good player. But do you think that's where he goes? Do you think he goes? No, I think he's going to Baltimore. You? I thought that they said that they were out of the running. I didn't see that. If they did, then I missed it. But I I did see something where um, Washington has a decent chance at getting him, but I don't think they're going to. I'm not going to say that they don't need him, but with what they have now, I, I don't think there's room for Julio Jones. Yeah, they don't need him. Terry McLaurin's good. Curtis Samuel's good. They got Adam Humphreys, who the, really the only reason why he's there is because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. They played together in Tampa Bay, which I think that's going to be that's going to work out really well. But um, I don't uh, know. I think wherever he goes, they're going to have to be able to pay him. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's all about money with these bigger players now mm-hmm. like it's all about money and winning and if they don't get paid then they want to win and if they don't win then they want to get paid like with the cowboys like mm-hmm. zeke got paid Dak got paid but they're not performing to the standard that they need to be performing at exactly not i don't i don't see the cowboys as a division winner next year I honestly don't. They're just on I think on paper they are good, but physically on the field they aren't. It happens. Like who knows? But um uh Matt Ryan, do you think I think we both said that uh he'll get traded, maybe, but um where do you think he'll end up? Matt Ryan? Yeah. Well, Depending on the situation in Green Bay. I know they signed Bortles and Kurt Benkert. Mm-hmm. And they have Jordan Love. So they don't need a fourth quarterback. But if they can find Kurt Benhurt, I think that, I think Green Bay is the best option if uh, Matt Ryan does leave or get traded out of Atlanta. But I don't I'm assuming think... this is under the presumption that Rodgers gets traded out of Green Bay. Yes, because as we said before, with the fucking Bridgewater, he's never going to get another chance in the league situation. No, if no. he gets traded to Green Bay, they're going to get rid of him. Every team seems to get want to get rid of him for some fucking reason. And I feel Wait. like wherever Matt Ryan does go, he's not going to start. You don't depending- think so? Do you think it's going to turn into another like Andy Dalton situation where he's yeah. just like a backup? A glorified backup. Fair enough. Um, but you're saying that he's going to end up in Green Bay. Yeah. Depend, I could, depend, I could depend, see it if they on... decide to move on from him. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard for honestly, it's hard for me to pick a, a team for him to go to with, and I and I understand like what you're saying, how he'll just end up being a glorified backup. At least to me, he'll do it for a year and then catch on with somebody else with a different team. And honestly, and, with the situation in Houston, I mm-hmm. think Houston would be a good option. Or even I know that like it's really hard to trade to your own division, but the Saints need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that I I think that. The Giants would be a good spot for Matt Ryan, honestly. If if Daniel Jones can't get his shit together and perform well in his was it third year, third or fourth, yeah, then then they're they got to move on from Jones. Like this is Jones, Daniel Jones's make or break year. I could see that. I could see and where you're I saying could, that, and I could even uh, see Atlanta and and New York just jumping the gun and getting a trade done before the regular season starts this season and have Matt Ryan either start over Jones or be his glorified backup and mentor. Yeah. Like every quarterback, like uh, 
okay, so Cam Newton's going to be like a mentor to Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't perform, he's out. Yeah. So that's all Atlanta has, or that's all the Giants have to do, figuratively speaking, if they get my, uh, Matt Ryan. Tony, what that, that suggestion for the Giants honestly came out of my ass because I didn't know where, to, where I could put Matt Ryan, but I think the Giants are a good spot for him because of their at least steady quarterback situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's there's not much of a mess there, but there's enough of a mess that they could easily uh, get a quarterback of Matt Ryan's caliber. I see what you're saying, but I don't know. It's just my three options are Green Bay, Houston, and New Orleans. Okay, okay. Yeah, that – I've only got that one option of the Giants. I don't think he can really go anywhere else. I mean, he can, but it's just like the Giants seem like the only non-messy quarterback situation to be thrown. You into. keep saying that, but what does that mean? Because the Giants, they that's not a bad quarterback situation. Like they don't, they like the quarterback room isn't crowded. Like Green, I mean, short of Green Bay. Because that whole situation. And then, like, the Houston Texans, yeah, sure, they have Watson, but he's probably not going to play this year. And they they have, like, five quarterbacks now, including Tyrod Taylor. And then, Really? Yeah. And then – I genuinely did not know that. You and then you have – every day. And then you said the Saints, which it's up in the air whether or not they want Winston or uh, Taysom Hill to start or maybe even their rookie quarterback they drafted Ian book just comes out of nowhere and starts, but, I, but yeah, the giants are a good spot for Matt Ryan to go given the circumstances. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, that should do it for this episode of RTB. Uh, be sure to let us know how you feel about us and don't forget to take a listen as always. D Brooksy. Peace.